Hello, you're listening to Freelance Mum, the mother of all juggling acts, with me, Faye Dicker. And me, Laura Rawlings. Good morning and welcome to the Freelance Mum podcast. It's just myself this week as poor Laura is really suffering with toothache. So we're sending lots of healing vibes to Laura today. Um, But I'm delighted to welcome a freelance mum favourite and friend to lots of us. She always brings joy to our lives. And that's Amy Box. Now, good morning to Amy. Um, Good morning. Lovely to see you. we know you in many guises, Amy. I think you're going to have to be one of these people who says serial entrepreneur soon, aren't you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but you're here today because you've had an amazing pivot, discovery, new business launch, what should we call it, during lockdown. Um, you're multi-skilled. Tell us a little about these gorgeous dangly, dangly earrings that are you're adorning now and how they have come to be part of your new accidental business. Yeah, it's very um, it's very random actually, and it makes me laugh thinking about it. I accidentally started another business in lockdown, genuinely didn't mean to. Um, so you, I think most of the freelance mums do know who I am. I'm a vocal coach by trade, and I was running a choir before lockdown. And I, obviously you're not allowed to sing, and we couldn't have public gatherings and all of that kind of stuff. So the community of the choir, all of that just went to pop. And because I'm a single mum, I just didn't have the time or energy, to be honest, to keep running my choir online like other choir leaders have been doing, which is amazing they're able to offer that. But I couldn't, I couldn't do it. My school was shut for six months and I'm a single parent, so I don't really know how I'm here. <laughs> I'm laughing, I hasten to add. Not just here, but here, laughing, cheerful and gorgeous. That's what you're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think you have to laugh so you don't cry um, yeah. about many situations this year. I'm sure loads of people have had many of those moments. Um, yeah, so I kind of just went, Amy, give yourself a bit of, like, be patient with yourself, try and t- teach myself to be gracious and not put too much pressure on myself to get too much done because obviously my income just dropped. I was singing in care homes as well, getting the old people singing, and that had to stop. So I just went, take all the pressure off yourself. Um, I was claiming, or have been up till now, I'll tell you about that in a minute, claiming universal credit because I had to after my husband left. Um, so I just was like, you've got that to fall back on. You just need to focus on surviving six months at home with the kids. And then towards the end of the summer holidays, when we had the the beautiful horizon of like it coming up where school was going to come back, <laughs> you know, that point where we were all like, it's coming it's coming um and my parents um really lovely of them had each of my girls for a little holiday at their house one at a time so basically it just meant that they had some time away from each other because they were um, murdering each other practically (laughs) um so so yeah my eldest went there on a Sunday and then on the Tuesday I took my littlest over there and bought my eldest home and then they bought you know the little one back on the Thursday so it worked really well so they had two days and two nights sleepover at Nana and Bampy's was really exciting for them and I had two days and two nights with each of them individually which was really special actually so it was on this tube there is a point to this I promise I'm I'm listening I'm there I'm I'm, I'm mentally walking up the garden path of Nana and Bampy's yeah that's it it. ready to swap one child for another yeah Yeah, Um, 
yeah so it was it was the Tuesday when I was taking you know Phoebe and and was going to take Bailey home and my mum had bought some polymer clay um just a, a bulk load of different colors um from Amazon um to make fairy houses with the kids so she's she just bought it and went oh I found these fairy houses on Pinterest I thought it would be really cute to make these fairy houses with the girls you know each of them when they come to stay um so they'd been making fairy houses and when I got there they had this clay out and they were playing with it and then I being creative and also a little bit of a child which wanted to play <laughs> it's like why do the kids get all the fun I want to have a play um so I sat down with them and I I pin I google uh, you know researched on Pinterest what kind of fairy house I wanted to make and got all my colors ready together and I spent about an hour making this fairy house I wanted it to be perfect mm -hmm. and my dad was laughing at me like you know 30 year old woman Amy playing with Mick Clay making a fairy house and I was like leave me alone dad <laughs> I'm, I'm having, having a lovely time not sharing go away yeah yeah exactly exactly and I mean by by the time that I was at the end of making my fairy house the girls had got bored way before then and had gone on to play something else and I was like you're not putting this away because I've not finished my house um so anyway I had so much fun with that clay and then you know while I was researching on Pinterest what house I wanted to make it also then pops up with other polymer clay creations because there's lots out there it's a beautiful material to be able to mold and make things with um so there were lots of other creations on there and so I was just a bit inspired and I wasn't even thinking about making money at this point I was just inspired thinking some of this some of these this jewelry is really lovely and I love earrings I've always been like a big earring person I think it just adds you know I know that you love your earrings as well Faye it adds to an outfit and you can have a pretty boring standard school run outfit and then put on a pair of jazzy earrings and feel like you're dressed up um so I love that but I've always loved that about earrings so I was like I want to make some for myself on the way home then in the car my parents live in Western Supermare so all the way home from Western I was thinking about this clay <laughs> you were mentally designing weren't you I can I can yeah I was. And my brain works at like 500 miles an hour. It just goes off way ahead of where I am at. So I'd already made the decision by the time I got home that I was going to buy some of this clay for myself. That I had deserved it after six months of single parenting and lockdown. I was like, I deserve to treat myself and buy a little bit of this clay. Um, and the other the other reason is because I was like, again, like probably many of other freelance mums, completely exhausted, like at the point of burnout, I was going to be ill if they didn't go back to school because I was just so drained. Um, but because I know myself really well and I know that my mind goes at 500 miles an hour and I'm a bit of a workaholic when I get into something as well. I just knew that they'd go back to school and I was very, very aware that I had to get the balance right between giving myself enough rest time to actually recover and allow my body to recover after six months of single parenting in lockdown. It's insane. Please don't bring it back. I don't want to ever do it again. Um, but I needed to time to rest, otherwise I would get ill. But I also was knew that my mind wouldn't let me just sit and rest and do nothing for very long before it started going you need to do this you need to do you need to get on top of the housework you need to do this bit of DIY you need to like start earning some money and figure out how to get business back together um so I knew I I had to get this balance right so 
for me, I just knew that the clay would be a really good way for me to sit down. Like it forces me to sit my bum actually down in front of the TV. So I've been watching Grey's Anatomy again from the start. Um, (laughs) So it forced me, it forced me physically to rest, but it allows my mind to keep going because it's a creative, it's something creative. So I knew that my mind would go, oh, I could do this, I could do this, I could do this and have loads of different ideas. So my mind could keep going and be busy and be active, which is what it makes my mind happy, but my body could actually physically sit and rest. So that's why I bought this clay right at this, the at very end of August. But So you bought this clay you were completely enchanted by these fairy houses. Obviously, the texture, the clay, the whole creating process had a huge appeal to you, Amy. But from what point did you go from, you know, this is just my fun little thing to do in the evening, this is my way of chilling out, to actually accidentally launching another business? (laughs) It literally makes me laugh every time I talk about it because I'm laughing at myself. my sister at that point still lived um, here. So my little sister moved in at the start of lockdown to give me a bit of adult company through lockdown, basically, so that I didn't have to never see another adult again for six months. Um, so she was still living here. She's moved back into her flat in Western now. Um, but she obviously saw what I was making. And the first couple of bits that I made, I made some flower earrings and I made some little peas in a pod. Um, and at the moment they're sold out on my shop because everybody loves them so I need to make some more but I made these little green peas with little eyes on them and a little pea pod with a heart on top and I just made one into a necklace and she asked if she could buy it from me she said I I want it can I pay you for it because I was like it's mine (laughs) so she said can I pay you for it and I was like yeah all right then and then she said you should sell you should sell it because other people, it's really good. Other people would want it. So I put a little feeler out on Facebook, just on my normal profile, not on a business page, saying I'm I'm really enjoying playing with this clay. I've just made these peas in a pod. Um, my sister keeps telling me that I should sell them. Would anybody like one, basically? And I had about four orders um, just from that, just from me posting, you know, where people are like, yeah, I want one of these. So me being me, and I'm the kind of person that will just jump in to something like fully emerged um, straight away. And often, and this is the downside to this, I have had a lot of things that have failed because I've jumped in too soon and I've not weighed it up properly. And then I've had to backtrack <laughs> and go, okay, that wasn't the right thing to do. Um, so that's the that's the downside to being this kind of character but I just jumped in so this was like the Thursday I think it was bearing in mind Tuesday was the first time I played with the clay on the Thursday I posted on Facebook saying does anyone want these to buy these peas and I had four orders so then by the Sunday I set up an Etsy shop and an Instagram and in that first week and I genuinely again I wasn't intending it to be a business I just thought why not I'm relaxing I'm getting my I'm being creative I'm letting my mind do something while I rest before I can actually get back to some proper work um so and if I sell what I make then that's a bonus so that's kind of what I thought and then in that first week I made back the costs of that I spent on all the clay um and I made a profit of about 50 quid in that first week (laughs) and so at that point at that point again being a bit of a business head as well because I've been self-employed for seven years 
So having all that knowledge that I have had in business at that point, I went, well, this obviously is working. People like it. I'm just going to run with it and see what happens. So this is amazing. And you, and one of the things that I love about you, Amy, is that you have got that business know-how because many people know you as a singer and you run choirs and so on. But in actual fact, and I don't, don't want to dwell on it too much, that wasn't even your first business. You Prior to that, you had Amy Box Nails, didn't you? You're making your own vegan nail varnish. So we're now talking about your third business and you're, are you 13, Amy? Yeah, 30. You're doing, you're doing very well here. And there's a lot of business know-how. Now, one of the things that I um, I love about your designs, in fact, it's not just the designs, it's the experience. So I've ordered one of them, is that when it comes through and you've got it on this lovely um, branded backing, and I thought, oh, you've done a really good job there, Amy. And it's got your lovely designs. And I said, oh, um, I dropped you a line and said, gosh, that's good. You've got all this branded cardboard backing that you put it through. And you said, yeah, that was a rather nice win, if I must say so myself. They're business cards that I got, you know. <laughs> so there's some really good, handy things that you've learned quickly as a businesswoman already. Is there anything else that you've been able to take your knowledge and experience from other businesses and you've just been able to lift up and put into this new accident absolutely and genuinely this is I think why uh, or one of the main reasons why this biz this accidental business has gone so well and has been so successful and I'm not saying that my products aren't lovely because they are I wouldn't sell them if they weren't um and I'm quite a perfectionist as well so they I you know I make sure that they are lovely and obviously I do have a bit of creative flair otherwise I wouldn't be making things that people want to buy so I'm not diminishing that but I genuinely put a lot of this success uh, to all of the experience over the last seven years and the stuff that I've learned about marketing. Um, <clears throat> um, I've paid for business coaches over the years. A few, I think I've been one-to-one -one with like three different business coaches, um, paid a fortune in business coaching one year because I just got a, a chunk of money and went, I'm going to invest that in my business. Um, that was when I first started teaching singing and I had online singing courses and all of that kind of stuff. So all of that knowledge on about marketing and finding out who is your ideal client, where are they going to be, you know, how are you going to speak their language so that you draw them in, um, and all of that kind of stuff. I absolutely have just, I think, almost without thinking, applied it to this, which might be why it's it rocketed so fast. Um, and I'm in a an Etsy sellers group for just people that have Etsy shops to kind of support each other, and I've noticed that a lot of people a lot of the store sellers are, are saying things where they're they're, get, they're struggling for sales um and so they're asking for advice on their etsy shop but after chatting to them a little bit i realized that they're not they don't know anything about business really so they they're not um focusing on their ideal client they're not writing anything on social media to try and engage them and draw them in or even tell them about their products some of them just set up a shop and then expect people to find them. So I think it made me realize at ah, all of this stuff that I've learned about marketing, I am actually applying that to this business. And that's why it's a success. Um, and again, like you mentioned about the packet about the um, business cards, 
rather than you know and it, there definitely is a place to pay for like professional branding 100% and I've done that before and I possibly will do for this business if it carries on um but I designed my logo myself using Canva and then I put it onto a business card and had a load of business cards sent to me and I poke the holes in the business card myself <laughs> to hang the earrings from <laughs> So it's really frugal. Um, and the the actual packaging themselves, I've got one here because we were doing it earlier. So this is like how they come in the box. Um, so lots of people think that that's really expensive, but actually it's just a wage slip, a wage kit from the range uh, with some twine over it so the earrings go in the wage packet we fold it over we put the twine on the top and bow it up and it looks beautiful um so it's things like that those are the kind of mistakes that i made way back when when i was selling nail polish when i had box polish as a business so i handmade nail polishes and sold them and i made all the expensive mistakes back then like i bought really beautiful like floral boxes that like tied together with a big ribbon and i did all of the expensive things back then which means that this time i've i've gone i'm not drawn by all the shiny beautiful like packaging that costs a fortune but actually a wage slip and a bit of twine can look really pretty as well um so yeah, I guess they're they're the main things really. The being being frugal on my expenses is definitely a learned thing. Um, but all of the marketing experience that I've had over the last seven years has is absolutely paying off now. You must be thanking your younger self right now. You know, you really must be saying thank you, Amy Box, for launching those other businesses, making those mistakes and learning from them. Yeah. Great that you can draw from that and that none of those, I mean, they weren't mistakes. They've all been successful businesses within their own right. But um, you're drawing from those learnings again now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's, isn't that encouraging as a business person and just as a woman as well in life um that sometimes stuff we we can look back on stuff and think oh that was a waste of my time you know why I wasted and I remember when I sold I sold box polish um and I remember feeling like I was 26 I mean really I was 26 years old and I sold a business that I built from scratch like that's incredible but I wasn't focused on that I was focused on oh my goodness I've wasted four years of my life building this business that I'm not going to carry forward I've wasted all of that time um, but it wasn't wasted at all because I learned so much that I could bring forward, even though I went into a totally different industry and was vocal coaching. I still used a lot of the stuff that I'd learned um, in that that time run, you know, building up that business. And yeah, it's really lovely just in life to be able to. I think we need to change our perspective sometimes rather than thinking that was a waste of time. Um looking at what what we can learn from that and even if we can't apply it, it, we can't think about what we've learned from it now I can guarantee in a few years time you will there'll be something and you um one of the things I've particularly enjoyed seeing as well Amy is that you are very much sharing the love and you're paying it forward because you've already got your own new team member haven't you yeah I can't believe it it's insane <laughs> really exciting so I'm a massive believer in outsourcing um and like just giving someone else the jobs that you 
can't do or aren't as good at and I know that not everyone is in a position in their business to afford to do that and sometimes you can't afford to and you have to do all the rubbish jobs that you don't want as well um but I think when you can afford to it is really good to be able to outsource and like you say bless somebody else so I just found that I was getting so many orders that I was spending all of my time, those precious six hours a day when the kids are at school, um, which is less than six hours anyway, because you've got to do the school run, you know, and then I've got to get back and walk the dog. And then by the time I've done that and come home, it's lunch. And you just find there's not enough hours in the day. And I found I had people asking me for designs, but I didn't have time to make anything because I was getting so many orders. All of my time was spent packaging packaging up the orders for posting and I was at the post office every day with like between eight and 15 orders every day (laughs) it's amazing it's an amazing amazing problem to have but I was packaging till midnight every night and then I was at the post office every day with all these orders and I just thought this is ridiculous if I can pay someone to package them for me that frees up my time to be able to make more and then obviously I can sell more and that's how businesses grow isn't it but it's really lovely for me to be able to have Jo on board, um, who some of you will know her. She's a she's an incredible face painter, Jojo. Um, but obviously she's she does events, face face painting at events, and that's all dried up. So she's she's struggling, like a lot of us are this year. So to be able to get her on board and be able to bless her by saying, here you go, here's all the orders. You package them up um, and we can also, she sits at the other end of my table. She was here this morning and we can have a chat and a laugh and a cup of tea while she's packaging and I'm creating. And it's so lovely. It's always been one of my dreams as a business person to have someone on my team, like a team member. Um, So it's so, so lovely to have that. I can picture your kitchen table now, just alive and buzzing and all the chatter that must go on and all the laughter and the excitement. And you've got a real, you've got a fab team, mate. You've got a great person to have on your side in working with Jojo. So I'm so pleased. So, so pleased. I'm going to ask a question, which to be quite frank is ridiculous because I already know the answer. (laughs) Getting bored yet of creating designs, Amy, has this lovely love and passion of a hobby. Have you thought, oh, Oh, I'd quite like to stop now and just have a, a chilled out evening. No. <laughs> In short, no. Um, it, <laughs> I think one of the things about this, which is really lovely, is that I I can't, if I get bored of something, I just create something else. There are so many options with working with polymer clay. There are loads of techniques that I'm not even going to use because... I, why would I try and do everything all at once? And again, it's about having that business mindset of what makes you different from somebody else. Um, I don't want to do the same thing as someone else is doing. I want to find my own style and my, you know, my own way of how I'm going to do things. So, but even within that, there is the basically the your imagination is is like the world's your oyster. It's it's just whatever is in your imagination you can create. So. I, I'm not getting bored because I actually have so many ideas. I don't have time to do them all. So my, I've got like ideas logged in my head <laughs> that I just haven't got enough time to sit and do. And if I do get bored of one, this is the other beauty of what, how I'm doing it. I'm creating them in really small batches. Um, so like these that I'm wearing and they're just simple, like they're, I don't know if you can see it in this light, but they're baby pink um, heart, clay hearts. And I made four pairs and then they sold and that was it. I've not made any more. And at some point, if someone says that they, you know, oh, I really, really, really want a pair of those and I have time and I want to, then I'll make some more. But 
in general, I'm making small batches. I made six pairs of the leaves, monster leaves ones. They all sold out in like 12 hours. So then I made another batch of six and they all sold out within another day. And then I thought, I don't want to make them again because I'm getting bored of that green. So I went on to do something else. <laughs> and what is your trademark then? How would you describe your style, Amy? I think I'm still learning because I'm only like five weeks in. So I'm still trying to trying to hone in what it is um but I have decided I'm definitely not going down the route of doing um although I started with those peas in a pod so I'll still make some peas in a pod because people do love those there are a lot of polymer clay artists out there who do like cartoon kind of figures of food or you know ones with with eyes on and things like that I'm not doing that I'm going down the statement earring making a fashion statement kind of route um and yeah other than that I'm I'm I it's more about learning what I'm not gonna do um than about what I what what my style is at the moment I think I'm still just discovering it to be honest <laughs> I love them I particularly like the slightly off center um hearts that you've got going on today they're beautiful yeah. really Thank beautiful. You. I also enjoy um when you share the process Amy and it's really nice to see when you've created it's almost like a sheet of pastry isn't it the clay yes. and you you create the pattern you share the pattern and then from that you then um create the earrings is there ever any little bits left over what do you do with those bits oh yeah so this is quite fun and this is again it's another one that I think is kind of one of my USPs is that um, all of my packaging is recyclable. You can recycle it or reuse it. I don't want to be adding extra unnecessary plastic to the environment. Like we've got enough of that going on. I don't want to do that. So it's all recyclable. And I also don't want to waste any clay because again, it's just, it's a waste. Like I'd much rather be using that. So yes, what I do is, and it, this is not for every pair of earrings, but for a lot of my collections, it's it's called slab art. So I've got a pasta machine, which I bought at the start of the month, the start of September. Um, it's very clever. And you use the lasagna section of the pasta machine to kind of, you've got to condition and squish the clay first so that it's usable and then put it through the pasta machine so that you've got like a, like a lasagna sheet, basically. So, so it is like a, a slab. And then you create the design on top of that and then you cut the shapes out of it so you can imagine like when you make cookies with the kids and you roll out the dough and you cut out cookie shapes you've got that left over the the little bits left over after you've cut all the pieces so for me when I've got those and I try and use as much of that slab as possible because I can also cut tiny little studs out of it and things like that but I roll it up um and it will have cut it will have complementary kind of colors on it because I don't make earrings with clashing colors anyway it's all kind of complementary in each style and so I roll it up and then I make beads out of them so it all it like marbles um the colors kind of marble together and then I make beads out of them and I put them onto beads so they're called zero waste um bead necklaces and so there's only one necklace from each collection I think there's only one zero marble beads necklace on my Etsy shop at the moment, which is from the Dalmatian collection. So it's like black and white kind of, it's like white beads with black marbled into it. Um, all the rest of sold. Um, so so I, I'm using the rest of the clay as well to make something else. And I really love, I really love that part of the, of the creation process because it's not necessarily what I had in mind for that slab, but as you're creating it and rolling all these beads, it can, it looks really beautiful. And it's, there's something really lovely about taking the bits that didn't fit 
the bits that were like not you know that that weren't good enough to be in the end product and then making something really beautiful out of them as well it's a really nice part of the process I quite like the fact it feels as though every bit is loved nothing that's you know it might be an off cast it might be a slightly wonky piece but actually every piece will have its day that's beautiful I love it I haven't picked up on your zero waste bees I'm gonna have to check those out now Amy um we started at the beginning of this podcast by you saying that you've just come back from the job center so what were you alluding to at that moment in time Amy so I this isn't this is insane and I'm sure like I, I want to write kind of a post to share about this on social media, but I'm also aware it's quite a sensitive subject. And what I, what I don't want to do is make anyone who who is on benefits feel inferior or like they don't deserve to be on them. I've It was very difficult for me after my husband left last year um, to go from a really good joint income to suddenly being a single parent and not having barely any income um, and go into the job centre so I had to claim universal credit and that was really hard to get my head around but I'm so grateful for the universal credit I've had in the last like 18 months it's been since Dan left um, because otherwise I couldn't afford to survive and feed my children um, and so I'm so so grateful for it but I never wanted to be on them forever. I always wanted it to be like a stopgap for me just to keep me going until I'm earning enough that I don't need them anymore. And I'm, I'm, and there's something really lovely, I think, as well about providing for yourself and your children and not being reliant on anybody else. And all my life, I've been reliant on my husband to support me and the kids. So it's, it's challenging, but lovely to feel like I want to support myself. So I always had a goal to come off the benefits. And I was going to, at the start of the year, I had a goal to be off them by Christmas. And then COVID happened and I lost all of my income um, practically overnight. Um, we're still not allowed to sing in groups. Um, so I lost all of that income practically. I had a couple of singing students who I see online on a weekly basis and they're still going. Um, but I lost basically all my income. So that just put a stop on my goal to come off of benefits by Christmas. And this totally has completely blown me away and swept me off my feet, if you like, because it happened by accident. I didn't even mean to start it. And within the week of the first week, I covered my costs and made a bit of profit. Within the first month, I made over 100 sales. And now I'm in week six. And I, from what I've taken so far, the, the universal credit won't give me anything next month because I have earned too much. Gosh. so it's um it's amazing and I feel I feel very blessed very very blessed and I know that I've worked hard as well so I'm not diminishing the, the hard work that I've put in but I also just feel so grateful and so blessed and um particularly and it, it's because of people that have been sharing my stuff as well buying it and sharing it and I've got a really lovely network of just lovely, lovely people, a lot of freelance mums included, who are just have my back and are shouting about what I'm doing. And so to go from, it's making me feel a bit emotional, <laughs> um, to go from feeling like, well, I'm going to be on these benefits until next year at some point, I don't know when, but obviously eventually I want to get off them, to, oh my goodness, in one month, in one month, one month I have them, I have the full amount because I don't earn anything. And then the next month I don't get anything because I've earned too much. It is incredible. And yeah, I just feel very, very blessed. 
Well, Amy Box, I mean, huge congratulations to you. It's no less than you deserve. Really, truly, it isn't. I mean, you've put years and years of hard work in there. It's not just that you accidentally discovered that you quite liked making fairy houses. It really is all those years and the, the hard graft from the previous businesses as well. And I'm so pleased that you're able to reap those rewards. Before we go, I just need to ask Amy if I could wave a magic wand and you could make choirs reform again now. Um, would you be running your choirs will you be running your choirs as well as doing your jewelry or what do you what do you see as your future I totally would yeah if we were could wave a magic wand and set them up now I would because I really miss it um I have ums and ahs about I don't even know if this is going to happen so this is a freelance mum exclusive um but I have I have ums and ahs about whether to just do a Christmas choir and just run a choir from like September to Christmas do a Christmas show and then give everyone a break because um uh, running a choir takes a, an awful lot and sure like you can imagine it takes an awful lot of energy you've got to have triple the energy that you want the choir to give you so you've got to just keep giving it and giving it it takes a lot of preparation before rehearsals um, and it's just an awful lot of work and while it is it's worthwhile as long as you have the members in the choir it's worthwhile um it's exhausting so I had to kind of reassess a lot of what I was doing after Dan left and I became a single mum um because that's also exhausting and you know as all I think all of us as freelance mums we've got to be careful of our energy reserves um so yeah so I have I'm not sure whether I'm I'll start it again as an all all year round choir but I definitely uh, choirs haven't stopped for me I will definitely bring it back possibly for Christmas um and I'm kind of just riding the wave and seeing what happens and enjoying being creative while I can I will never stop teaching singing vocal coaching um because it's my absolute biggest passion it's what I love to do and it's my profession if you like um so I would never ever stop doing that but I quite like the thought of being able to be creative making jewelry and then running a choir just doing doing a Christmas show big Christmas show and then having a little break after that so at the moment that's where my head is at but who knows who knows because things could change all the time can't they Maybe I'm going to start a different accidental business. <laughs> Who knows, Amy, but something tells me whatever comes your way, you are going to be making the most of it. That much I do know. Listen, thank you so very, very much for taking the time to join us today, Amy. And I cannot wait to keep seeing all your lovely designs over the next few weeks. Thanks, Faye. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Freelance Mum. Don't forget, you can stay up to date with all the latest advice, loads of friendly chats and support in our online group, The Mothership. To find out more information, check out freelancemum.k.uk. Subscribe, like and share from whichever platform you get your podcast from. And join us next week as we speak to another expert on an issue that's important to you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.